Yeah, do it. I'm ready. I'm ready <laughs> to be back in the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. I'm Lisa. And I am Robbie. And how are you and doing? We are in Oh well that is a that is a powerful question. Yeah. Um so our country shut down yesterday. Yep. Yours, I believe, shut down a wee while ago. Well, my my county has. My state is officially telling everyone to stay the fuck at home. Um <laughs> Good. Good. But the Essential businesses are open, and it really is just leaving it open to the businesses to decide what is essential. Like GameStop said that oh. they are essential. I read this because they um because they sell webcam stuff for people to work at home. Oh, that was their reasoning behind it. Because I would say Target is a lot more essential, and they also mm. sell webcams. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm so bored. I bet. Give me three days. Yeah. I'll be the same. And the worst part is like, well, it's definitely not the worst part because I am lucky enough to have a job that I can work at home. All right. Everyone, just in case you have been living under a rock for the past, you know, month or so, coronavirus has stopped everything. That's why we're bored. Um, it, it we has. have a global pandemic here, people. But I'm lucky enough to have a job that I can work from home on. And it's like a double-edged sword because even if I don't have a lot to do, I still have to be online. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, aha, cool, 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 cool. Everyone's like, let's go on a hike and stand six feet apart. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I have to make sure Only that after green 5 dot PM. stays on. <laughs> uh, I think I am truly one of the luckiest people. Why is that? Uh, so Kathy's so last night Boris Johnson did his so in the UK I'll do a quick explanation of how we do it just for anyone because the the British government has been very slow to deal with it. Yep. Their approach was a uh, let's flatten the curve. So everyone was like as soon as they saw a skyrocketing number of cases, they just shut everything off, which made a dramatic a dramatic like um decrease in them. But what the Scottish government or what the UK government were trying to do was just spread that peak out over a flatter, longer surface Mm. so that it stayed below the NHS capacity. Because what they were worried was that if they go into lockdown, cases stop. But then when we open everything up again, it would spike up again and the NHS would be overrun. Yeah. So they wanted to trickle, essentially let people get infected slowly. Until the NHS was like, okay, we've had too much, and then lock it down. The problem with that is it's caused so much panic because they haven't told anybody how that was going to work or why or all this stuff. Yeah. So we've had we've had the government telling us this is what you're doing, and then we've had you know scientists saying this is a good idea because this this and this, but the government has not said anything. And then on Monday, Monday the what would that have been? Monday the sixteenth. Yeah. Monday the sixteenth, the government said. And it was so problematic. He was like, um, he, uh, what was he said? He was like, you should do your best to avoid cafes, pubs, and restaurants. They can stay open. You should just avoid them. Cool. Now, this was, I don't know if you saw, yeah, I don't know if you saw online, but essentially that meant that the government would not be responsible, or not the government, the insurance companies would not be responsible to, um, compensate any loss of earnings by companies yeah because if they closed 
it was their decision. It was not being told by government to do it. So a lot of companies went bust. Um, one of the biggest corporations in Edinburgh for like venues mm-hmm. let go of like ninety five percent of their staff. That's insane. It went it went mental. Starbucks stayed open. Then we went down to um, so we stayed open as normal. Then it went to no reusable cups. Then it went to um, takeaway yeah. only equipment. Then it went to cafe closed on Thursday. It was cafe closed um, and takeaway only. And then on f- and that was on what day is it today? Saturday. Yeah, it is. So on Friday, I finished my open, and everything was as far as we were concerned. We're open until the government tells us to. There's no no reason to assume we were going to be closed. So I went home, and me and Amy were sitting in the telly. So every day. Boris Johnson has a daily press conference yeah. for an update on the coronavirus. And Boris Johnson, and we were watching it because he was going to be telling us about what support he was going to be giving businesses in the UK. And Amy's mum's uh, a business owner. So we were watching it to see if it was going to be good news for Amy's mum. Mm-hmm. Um, and if <laughs> this is going to be incredibly paraphrased, but he was basically like, we're going to tell you about the whole money thing, but real quick beforehand, cafes, pubs, restaurants, theatres, Close now. I'm telling you to close now and do not open tomorrow. And then I was just like, oh, oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So I messaged my manager being like, hey, hey, girl, hey, we are closed. <laughs> but he had very vaguely said, but these places can stay open for takeaway. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? So currently, right now in Scotland, Costa is open. You can go in, you can get coffee to take out. Starbucks, however, were like, we're not, we're not risking it. Yeah. So they just closed all the UK stores. What is the reason I think I'm really lucky is that they've, for this week, since we closed on Friday night, they've promised anyone that didn't get their full hourly contract, Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll just get our full hourly contract regardless of what we worked this week. Oh, good. For the next four weeks, we will be paid a full, a full contract catastrophe pay. For the next four weeks. Oh, good. And then they're gonna review it based on how the situation. How going. long? How long? Yeah. However, this is where it gets really sort of like intense for me. Mm-hmm. The government is now paying eighty like percent of every employee's earnings. Oh wow! So any business in the UK can apply for a grant, which will pay for eighty percent of their employees' salary, and then they can choose whether they top up the 20% to the full salary mm-hmm. or whether they just pay the 80%. That's crazy. And that, that, I'm like, yay, that's great. But also like, oh, fuck, where is this money coming from? Because we don't have it. Yeah. Well, the nice thing about money is that it's a human con- construct. So mm. we can just make more, right? Right? For sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, so that... All happened in the last 24 hours. Wow. Well, I'm sorry that it's affected your job so much. I am glad that you get to stay home because you were sending me pictures about how you've been washing your hands so much your hands were bleeding. So I'm really glad you get to stay home and like let your hands heal. Moisturize me. (laughs) Moisturize me. If you're home, you get to touch your face as much as you want because you weren't seeing anyone. (laughs) 
oh, you don't understand how aggravated would be. I'd be at work and I'd wash my hands mm-hmm. and I'd go to the bar and I'd steam some milk and it would hit my face and I couldn't <gasps> wipe it off. Oh. <laughs> that would be the worst. It was honestly the worst. And also when it gets hot and sweaty in, in, in the cafe and your glasses oh. slide down your nose yeah. and you're like, I can't, this is my life now. <laughs> Just call me McGonagall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm also lucky that I don't need the glasses, so I don't have that issue. Oh, you lucky thing. Oh, boy. So how is your quarantine going? Um, sorry, sorry, we're not supposed to call it that. Social distancing. Social distancing. Mm-hmm. It feels like quarantine. I've just been extremely <laughs> bored because um, I've been home most basically all the time. I, got, I go out for like a walk <laughs> and then I'm like, don't touch me. Don't get don't get close to me. Oh. I started learning guitar. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Um, did you ever get a question? Uh, get an answer about the boob uh, shelf? No, and I think it's Weird. just proof that men have no 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 reason to play guitar. So, yeah. for, if anyone's wondering, I tweeted that I've been learning guitar. I'm not sure what men do with the boob holder on a guitar because you know guitars have that little curve, and it's perfect for holding your boob in. <laughs> I think it's just proof that oh men God. have no business playing guitar. You said boob in, right? As in to hold your boob in. Yeah. I think you said boobin, as in you called your boobs your boobin. <laughs> and I was like, she's a grown woman. Address that. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to get my bra to hold my boobin. <laughs> I guess boobin, the plural of boob. <laughs> Multiple boobin. <laughs> I mean, Robbie, I know you're gay, but you should know the vernacular. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what is your chest called? Ah, the boobin, yes. <laughs> the boobin area. <laughs> the entire region. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So that's fun. So I've been learning guitar, and I did make a quick stop to my parents' house to pick up my sewing machine and my art supplies so I can get back to doing that with all my extra time Oops. now. <laughs> Yeah, Amy's bought a lot of um, colouring in books. Nice. And cross-stitch kits. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, funny story. So Amy, being the absolute gem that she is, mm-hmm. she wrote a letter for all our neighbours and got them a little like colouring in page that said, it will be okay, um, and posted it through all of our flat neighbours' doors. Cute. And just said, it's just basically saying, if anyone's um, self-isolating or trying to social distance themselves and, and needs any help, because Amy's all Amy's gigs were 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 cancelled, so she was like, "I'm unemployed, so I've got lots of spare time. Mm-hmm. So if anyone needs some help, let me know. Here's my phone number." And um, so one of our neighbours messaged, and he was like, "Hi, I'm so and so. I'm from this flat. Um, it's lovely to it's lovely to get your letter. Um, maybe I could come round at some point tomorrow just to say hi and become, you know." And we were quite like, "Oh, that's lovely." Oh, that's so nice. And me in my head was like, there is definitely a hot man in this in this blog. <laughs> and I, so I just assumed it was him. Yeah. Now Mark's a 40-year-old man. Oh. And it wasn't him. I'm sorry. The lack but of hot people okay. in your life is just astounding. It's I'm disgusting. So sorry. It's despicable. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. We band together in these hard times. <laughs> we do. I know. I've had the issue of... Everyone on Tinder, like, we're having these wonderful conversations, and then they're like, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, we can't. 
Yeah. We literally can't. I mean, and I'm not going over to your house alone. and getting quarantines there because street men don't, don't, they don't clean. Oh. Their places are wrecks. I don't want to get stuck at your dirty place. I pay rent now. I want to be where I pay rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to get yes. the most out of my money <laughs> in these hard times. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, when you said straight boys um, don't clean, neither do gay men, apparently, because never in the <laughs> I've seen what your living men. situation is like, Robbie. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a lot of table work days, so. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I technically could have. Well, I mean, my place is pretty new. There's not a whole lot of cleaning to do yet. It's mostly organizing. That's fair. I think there's a very big difference between being messy and having just moved in. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. my place is pretty messy already just because I'm a slob. But... We stand. <laughs> so. Now more than ever, Robbie's hobbies is going to be important to keep you sane while you're home. My um, hobbies for the next four weeks are going to be chain smoking and chugging black coffee out of the bay window while I yell at old people to stop fucking walking down the river. (laughs) Go inside. Or at least keep six feet apart. They're just, just not doing it. I approve all of that except for the chain smoking. I think you should stop that. Yeah, I I, um, yeah, we'll see. You can um, use this time to stop smoking. This is a terrible time to stop smoking. Do you know what stopping smoking does to your immune system? Oh. For up to two months, mm. you're riddled with chest infections and colds. I tried to stop smoking before my surgery and then was like ill for five days. Then I was like, they won't let me surge- like have my surgery. Probably. So then I started smoking again and it all went back to normal. And I was oh. able to get my surgery. Uh, yeah. No. Smoking is terrible. Trying to stop smoking is also terrible. See? Essentially, just stop existing is the dream. No. No, because then we don't have a podcast. Where's the Rona? Where is she? <laughs> Kidding. No, I've tried to stop making too many death by coronavirus jokes after seeing the horrific situations in Italy. It makes me really uncomfortable now. It's horrific. And, like, I just don't even know what to say about it. Just because, like, the choices... That they're having to make. Yeah. No doctor my brother have was, to do that. Yeah, my brother was really um like offended at the idea of, of refusing surgery. So at one point there was a headline that was like um, over eighties will be refused treatment if they come into hospital. Um just because of the considering what quality of life would they would have afterwards versus and it was just it was horrible. And I can't say that I would know which way to go. Yeah. But um my brother was like, that's disgusting. Don't do that. Because I said, I was like, imagine having to live with yourself once this is over, knowing that you were the one that made that decision. Yeah. Um, and Calm's like, well, just don't do it. Just quit. And someone else with more compassion will take your role. And I was like, oh, that's not fair, though. Nobody's making this, that decision lately. Nobody's going, fuck it, kill the old ones. Yeah. No, it really truly is at this point, like a numbers game. Like a lot of it isn't even just about quality of life afterwards. It's they don't have enough ventilators. And if you're over 80, you might need that ventilator two weeks to recover while someone, you know, who is younger would only need it one week. So you can treat two people in the time. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely like a tough call that they've had to make. And it's... Yeah. Mm, Good news, though, is there is a video of all of Lee singing the Proclaimers song, Sunshine Only. I saw that. That's so wonderful. Yeah, they did it last week and it was a bit shite because you were still allowed to go outside. 
and it was you couldn't really hear anyone singing it because they were recording right beside their speaker, which was blasting the song out. Mm. Um, but then this one, it's somebody's recording it from outside, and you can just see. It's really nice. Nice. So I'm going to do it with Paramore tomorrow. Let's <gasps> see what happens. Yeah, what song would you do? I'm kidding. No one will sing along. <laughs> well, it would obviously have to be Ain't It Fun because it's, you know, Grammy winner. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. I've been getting from all these videos is that everyone in Europe has a balcony. Yeah, pretty much. It's not the case here. <laughs> no. No, you guys don't get those. No, unfortunately. But... I think that's a really wonderful thing that like you've been that we've been seeing on social media, like people banding together even when you can't be together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's uh, this is a shameless plug for my effervescent flatmate. So this episode will come out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Amy Reader um, Tuesdays. Amy Reader Tuesdays, which is obviously cancelled because the pubs are closed. Yep. However. Earlier than the normal 9.30pm slot, we are going to live stream a gig from my living room. Oh, lovely. For anybody wants to check it out. So, um, I, ca- I don't know what time it will be on at. It won't be it won't be super early in the day, but it won't be at 9.30pm just because be considerate to our neighbours, etc. But if you go to Amy Reader Music on Instagram, we'll be live streaming it from there. So yeah, Amy Reader Music and Lookout will post stuff that says that, you know, the only problem is, oh, it might be morning for you guys, right? Probably. Okay, well, yeah, a nice morning uh, concert for you guys. Yeah, awesome. I'll actually, I'll get, I'll get confirmed details so we can post it before the podcast comes out, because if you guys wake up and listen to the podcast, then you might have missed it. But you can always watch it back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. And you'll just hear me yelling at Amy to sing songs. I've been loving <clears> seeing <throat> everyone like doing their acoustic shows and stuff from their houses. Mm-hmm. It's been really cool. I absolutely love it. It's so nice. But yeah, I'm really enjoying the whole online thing. It's quite cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, whole, the, whole, the whole online thing, I'm really enjoying it, <laughs> he said, like an 80-year-old man. You can finally catch um, up no. with what the rest of the world's been doing. Yeah. But no, and also, oh my god, I'm so excited for Disney Plus on March 24th. What are they releasing? Oh, wait, you get Disney Plus on March 24th. The entire thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forget, because it's... that's just old hat over here. Yeah, <laughs> it's not out yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, but I'm annoyed because they're put, putting the Mandalorian out weekly here. Oh. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? It's already finished. Like, I, We've already all seen the spoilers. Just let us binge it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's so dumb. I know. <laughs> it's just so that they want to make sure that everyone doesn't like use the seven use day a subscription. Free trial. Well, I see. As far as I'm, as far as I'm aware, they haven't announced a free trial. Really? In the UK, the only the only deal that we've been told was for forty nine ninety nine, you could get a year subscription. All right. I mean, so that's... we did that. Noise, noise, mate. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm well, very excited to, to watch that. Speaking of movies and stuff, it's time to hear from our friend Bill. Hi, Bill, from two meters away. <laughs> In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week, I throw in some news, and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. 
I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Uh, Lisa, I had a question for you. Yes. How long are you expecting to be in like shutdown? Well, technically, our shelter-in-place order is until the end of the first week of April, but I think it's going to go longer. Yeah. So I'm yeah. kind of expecting it to go through the end of April, at least. Yeah, so we've been told that everything's closed and they'll review it monthly. Oof. Yeah, so everyone's like, okay, it's already minimum four weeks. Um, Starbucks are like, it's going to, it means even if they close, even if they say we can all go back to work, mm-hmm. we're not going to be back at work for another six weeks because, you know, you get the, you get told, right, you can go back to work. Then we've got to go in and get uh, rotas ready. Um, get deliveries ready. Mm-hmm. We've got to make sure anyone that's gone home has come back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just going to be chaotic. That's crazy. Yeah. But I was telling everyone yesterday, I was like, because basically they announced the shutdown and I'd watched it live on TV. So I started running around like a madman being like, I need to get this stuff done for work before they close because blah, blah, blah. Because obviously the first thing in my priority is work. Um, <laughs> a so true American. I, I'm like, Oh yes. <laughs> um, so I was like running around, and um, and they were, like nobody had watched it. Nobody had any idea. And I was like, well, "We're shut down now." And they were like, "What?" Um, and they were like, "How long for?" And I was like, yeah, "They're reviewing it monthly." And they were like, "No, that can't be true." And I was like, "No, they are. They're reviewing it monthly." And they were like, "No, that's that's too long for the cafes and stuff to be closed." And I was like, "I'm telling you now." And it got to the point where I was so I was doubting myself because so many people had told me that I'd got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Came home and I said to Amy and Johnny who were in the living room, I was just like, "What did Boris Johnson say they were going to review monthly in that meeting?" And they were like, "The closures." And I was like, "Thank you, thank you. I'm not going insane." <gasps> that's crazy. So silly. Yeah. See, but um, that. Oh, yes. I was going to say, at least, like, for you, it's, like, nationwide. For us, we've been, like, closing down county by county. And, like, now it's, like, all of California has been told to stay home. But it's, like, different still if you go, you know, two or three hours in any direction. Like, the rules are different. Yeah, no, we were, I was quite impressed by how they did it. Like, Boris Johnson was just, like, in an agreement with all four devolved governments, we are telling you now, stay inside. Yeah. And, and it was, like, goosebumpy. That's creepy. I was saying to, call it, uh, I was saying to Kenny, I will never, I don't think I'll ever forget watching that, ever. It was really a uh, It's like living surreal. a history book. Literally is, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's terrifying. Um, but I think a lot of people here assume when they say it's shut down, they're like locked in their flats. <laughs> and I'm like, they are genuinely like on the news yesterday. They were like, please don't assume you are stuck in your flat for the next four weeks. Go outside, get fresh air, go on a walk, walk your dog, like see people. Just don't get close to them. Yeah. They were like, that's the whole point of this, is that you can you can talk to people and you can see each other, just you need to stay separate so that you can't transmit any infections. Yeah. Two meters apart, no touching hands, and all will be fine. But everyone's like, oh my god, I'm going to be locked inside for weeks. And I'm like, only if you want to be. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to judge anyone that does. Like, it's all good. Yeah. But, you can still stroll along the park, just like, Put a hula hoop around your waist and be like, "Don't touch me. This is my yeah, this literally. is my space." 
oh, the funniest thing happened. So our health minister was on the news and she was like talking about how people should go out for walks and get exercise. Um, and she even said she was like, even in places like Italy and stuff where they're on like a severe lockdown, leaving your house for exercise is still a legitimate reason to leave mm-hmm. as long as you're following policy and procedure and not endangering anyone else. Um, but she was saying, um, she was like, obviously you can go for a walk, but try and be as isolated as you can be. And then she like had a smile and she was like, obviously when it comes to kids, there's an inherent danger when it comes to that. We're not saying toddlers should go for a secluded walk on their own and then burst <laughs> out laughing. And I was like, she thinks she just made the funniest joke of 2020. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, okay, love, you do you. <laughs> Whatever keeps you happy. <laughs> we all have to self-comfort in these trying times. <laughs> right? We all need it. We all need it. Oh, man. Mm. I will say, the social distancing has been rough. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I am more extroverted. I like being around people. I like talking mm-hmm. to people. And I've been like, ooh, ooh. It's just, it's just very depressing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But do you know what? I think it inherently proves that as much as we all joke about not wanting to be around people, I think it proves that we are inherently social. Yeah. Like I've noticed, see when like if I was outside work having a smoke, people don't come up to you and say hello, but they all smile now. Yeah. Like nobody glares at you, which is weird in Edinburgh because most people would just glare at you, but nobody glares. Everyone's just looking up, seeing somebody standing on their own and just smiling because it's like we're all in it now. Yeah. No one's allowed to go near each other. Yeah. And if you're someone like me who needs people, like, reach out to your friends. They're going to appreciate that phone call. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've been like, it's just been really, really hard. Yeah. And that's the worst part. It's probably going to stay hard for a while. Yeah. And also... But okay, don't, that, don't take that clip out of context, everyone, please. <laughs> don't need that. Title of the Sex podcast. Sex we're doing no. fine. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's going to stay hard for a long time. <laughs> Kill me now. Um, no, but I think that's why it's really important to organise things. Like, I was just saying to Lisa that some friends from uni were organising a, a Skype D&D thing. Yeah. Um, and Amy's um, Amy's um, live stream concert. Just little things that make you feel a little bit more human. Yeah. You don't have to cry by yourself. You can cry over no. Skype with your friends. Exactly. We're all crying. Just do it together now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just it's just very everyone's handling it differently for sure yeah completely and you can't blame them but at the same time we need to have a bit more understanding for what other people are going through right now yeah yeah well with that being said we have a listener question hopefully that'll be a, a little bit lighter of a subject and while i'm pulling that up robbie how's your drinking how's, how's your water best just to prove you wrong he pulled out a glass of water, everyone. Your boy's got the water. I'm so proud. This is the first Thank time. You. I figured if there was ever a time to, you know, um, take advantage of the benefits of drinking water, now would be it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. All right, so this question is from our friend Jenna. Thank Hi, you, Jenna. Jenna. Jenna says, Hello, friends. I address this email as hello, friends, because I was recently told that using the term guys in a mixed gender group was becoming increasingly offensive. 
For most of my life, guys has been used as a gender-neutral word, and as a woman, I have not taken offense to it myself, but I can also see the ingrained exclusion of women in the use of the word as a term no matter how the set no matter the social context. Example, when approaching a mixed group and or a group of all males, no one says, hello, ladies, or hello, gals. What are your thoughts on this? Do you have any suggestions for different words I can substitute in? I've never heard anyone complain about the term guys. The only time I have heard it was in the TV show Scorpio, Sky Scorpion, um, and a bunch of like Gen Z students are like, mm, "You can't call us guys; it's um, it's offensive." Mm. And then the little um, the autistic genius guy was like, "Actually, it's it's dictionary definition is a gender neutral um like term for a group of people." Um, but I do also, as a man, um understand that i don't really have much of an opinion at this point yeah in this thing if i was to say no it's not offensive that would just completely negate the whole point of it is that it's not about what i think it's about the women that are not or that are not being included essentially because i get what she means if you if, if there's a group of men and women and i say hey guys i'm essentially only referring to the men as like higher beings quote unquote emphasis on the sarcasm um and and i also purely because of where i work and the the people that i deal with i.e the general public and not wanting to get stabbed on my way home Mm -hmm. um i'm really specific about how i speak to people and how i address them so a lot of the time i'll say hi friends or hey team um rather than things like guys or or gals or um because i used to when i first started working there um if there was a group of 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 women i'd be like oh hey girls do you mind just moving down to the end of the bar or whatever um and then i was like why are you calling them girls yeah they're women but it sounds a bit weird being like hey women or hey ladies yeah like so it's now just like um you know hey team do you mind just moving down and they just find it really funny and i usually get a smile um but I remember I did say one time, hey, friends. And this girl went, I'm not your friend. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, well, your latte's going to be cold now. So, <laughs> no, obviously it didn't. I gave her a fantastic, good quality drink. But so it's more just read the room. And worst case, just go, hey, over here. <laughs> Lots of finger clicking. I mean, I'm always a fan of guys, gals, non-binary pals. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And it rhymes. Um, we stand around. It's a bit of a mouthful, but it includes everyone. But we love a mouthful, don't we, Lisa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think like team is a good one, or like yeah, I've never really had an issue with people going like, "Hey guys," but mm-hmm. this is probably the same group that takes offense to dude. But I hate the word dudette. That's awful, terrible word. Yeah, but also I bet like if you went up to an "Hey ladies," it'd be like, "Excuse me, like, why are you talking like that?" <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't so know. I think something like team or pal. I don't know. Oh no, pal hey, would pals. be terrible. You'd sound like a soccer dad. Mm-hmm. What about if we just refer to everyone as dementors now? Gender neutral. <laughs> What's up, dementors? Mm. I think that would work. I think it's, that's your solution. It's a difficult one because it, I would I would say, oh, if somebody says, oh, actually, could you not say that? I find it kind of offensive. I'm not. I'm not a guy. I would take that on board and I probably wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't use it with that person, mm-hmm. knowing how they feel, but it probably wouldn't affect me saying it day to day around other people. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, you're like, you don't want to offend anyone by accident. Yeah. Um, it's messy. Yeah. I think this is probably something we'll figure out again in the future, but like, you can always just say squad. What's up, squad? Oh, squad goals. Squad goals. So yeah, no, I say squad. Good. Um, 
I was going to say some. I have nothing else to add to this, I'm afraid. I'm scared that the women will get their pitchforks if I say the wrong thing. Robbie, this is a safe place. The internet. Well, that's what <laughs> that's what they said about the women's writing and filmmaking course and then us men got shouted at. <laughs> did you hear about that? No. In third year, we did a, writer, a, women, a, fee, a women's writing and filmmaking course. Mm-hmm. And we were told it was supposed to be academic discussion and safe space to make these conversations. And then we were compared a book to a movie and the book was written by a woman and the man was made and the man and the movie was made by a man mm-hmm. and they argued that they basically sensationalized and literally like cut down the whole like feminism in the in the film interesting and i can't i can't remember who it was but some like one of the guys in the class was like would it be like devil's advocate fair to say that possibly you know the book is 600 pages long is it possible that the movie just didn't have in an hour and a half enough time to show us that sort of character development and, and and you know possibly and obviously the answer would be you know if you're a good enough director you'll work it in somehow mm-hmm. but the women started yelling at him oh. that he was wrong and the lecture didn't stop it and then he eventually emailed being like i was disgusted by how you let those people talk to me in class and then the lecture the next day had to apologize oh wow and say that yeah it was very awkward i don't know why i'm whispering because none of them are here but <laughs> that's scary Interesting. I mean, I get the point of like playing the devil's advocate and I get the point of like telling someone that you disagree. I feel like once someone makes a point and a counterpoint, it's time to let that discussion die and not pile Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And this goes for any critique, any class critique, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you know what? The easiest thing to do when it's your turn is to be like, ah, yeah, I agree with that person. That, that, that thing was terrible. But you know what? We're all there to learn. You can't shout down someone in their attempts to learn. Like, they can't educate themselves if they can't get access to a space where you're literally supposed to be educated in. Yeah, so true. And that's how we get fragile male Redditors. Exactly. And then they're just going to post to their incel groups being like, I got shouted down by feminists in this class. This Mm -hmm. is how incels are made. Be careful. (laughs) Um, So I have an apocalypse horror story to share with you. (gasps) Oh, no. I was on the bus going home, and um, so first of all, I cough because I smoke, and it's terrible, but it is not deemed a concern, mm-hmm. because I've had that cough for literally a month. Like, if Robbie. I stopped smoking, it would disappear. So I keep having to, like, tell people at work, like, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm, I'm a smoker, like, it's not a new continuous cough, you're, you're, you're fine, it's not the corona, like, we're all good. I was on the bus, and I didn't even cough. I choked on my spit. <laughs> I, cho- I There was too much saliva in my mouth. And I choked on it, and a woman leaned across the bus, grabbed my arm, and said, Do you really think you should be on this bus if you're coughing like that? Oh my and God. I was like, I almost laughed in her face. I was like, so awkward and like, not sure if she was being real or if I was imagining it. And I just went, Sorry, I choked on my spit. And she just like awkwardly sat back down, glaring at me. And I was like, Why do we live like this? Like, I told my friend, also, and he was like, Should she have grabbed you or like gotten near you? Exactly. Why would you do that? If I thought somebody had the... I would back away. (laughs) Like, it was just so bizarre. And I think people are taking any excuse to self... Or not, like, just self-decide that you're a sheriff around these here parts. Yeah. I just told her straight up. I was like, I'm so sorry. I just uh, choked on my spit. And she was like... For for the for the listeners, I just frowned, but it was worth it. It's a good moment. Mm-hmm. Goodness, pesky neighbors. The worst. All right. Well, I think have we reached the end? I think we've reached the end. 
All we've done is complain about coronavirus. I mean... I corona. It's all that there is to talk about right now. It really is. I mean, I could talk about politics a little bit, but it's been mostly overshadowed. Yeah, our entire political system has basically crumbled apart from coronavirus. I will say, DNC needs to make it easier for people to vote from home for these primaries, mm-hmm. because people don't want to be going out, and guess who's going out? It's all the boomers. People, oh. tell your parents to stay home. Do it. And also you stay home. Yeah, also you stay home. Unless you want to go for a walk, then just take your hillhead pussy. Yep. <sighs> Whale. Whale. Join our book club. This month we are reading The Whisper Man by Alex North. Yes, we are. It's very, very creepy. You can find some discussions about it on our Facebook group. So just look up. We're doing fine podcast. It's a private group, but we will add you. Yep. You can also check out our Twitter at WDFcast or our Instagram at We Are Doing Fine. Um, you can watch me and Lisa's, no, sorry, Lisa and I's um, social distancing adventures. We'll maybe try and keep that updated a bit more with just the weekly goings-ons since we have no weekly goings-ons. Um, <laughs> and, um, um, and we'll also post a link up for Amy's gig. So if you're feeling a bit blue and want to listen to some music, um, uh, yeah, just uh, crack on with that. Yeah. Um, uh, the most important part, as usual, is to like, review, and subscribe. That's the word. I totally forgot what I was asking you to do. <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> me. Um, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We like those. We like those stars. Give us all of them, please. Yes, especially um, in these trying times. <laughs> you can email us like Jenna did at wearedoingfine at gmail dot com. Thank you, Jenna, for the question. And if you don't want to do any of that. Just try and be kind to one another. Yeah. Because it's important. And tell your friends about the podcast if you like it. Podcasting is one of the best ways to be socially distant. It's true. We've excelled at the art. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Well, look after yourself. Social distance. Eat well. Exercise. Don't let this, like, ruin your life. We need to make the best out of an awful situation. Yep. Um, and until next Tuesday, keep, keep doing, doing fine. fine. Rob, should you be podcasting with that cough?